breaking all the rules. Started out from VA and now we on the move from local to global. Cause we, we got, got something to prove. prove. We came from the bottom, now, now we, we at the tippy top. To hold it down for our people, cause we all we got. It's a cold, cold world, but we keeping it hot. With Miss Fight on the mic next to She the Rock. Hey, work over here, so we having fun. Say it like it is. Ain't no holding our tongue. Go get us on the team, and we getting it done. Shout out to Trivia, girl, number one. It started with a dream that turned into a vision. Now, educating new generations is our mission. Uh-huh. Ears to the streets, yeah, we steady politics. It ain't about the change. Mind your business. another episode of wait again minute podcast today is thursday august the 19th 2021 our episode tonight is very very special and i know the young ladies are not here tonight which is miss go getter and she the rock but they'll be back next week but nevertheless we have pint in the house pint on the mic <laughs> yeah. next 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 to, to who to tasha <laughs> next to tasha and lamont aka bread this is our special guest tonight, y'all. We're going to talk a little bit about interracial couples. And we got a marriage couple with us tonight. So, why don't y'all tell us how it all started with y'all? Do you want to start? Do you want me to tell the story? Yeah, go ahead. It all started when we were 14. And we were, I had a party across the street uh, with my friend. And Terrell came, I call him Terrell. He's bred, but I call him Terrell. So Terrell came with his boys and he saw me and he told one of his boys, he said, I'm going to have her one day. I didn't like him. I thought he was ugly. So <laughs> she gave me the beeper, man. I gave him Not my beeper. Not ugly. Yes. Oh my gosh. He had little teeny cornrows and had on a um, Hawaiian shirt. Back then, flat. No, no, don't even do that. <laughs> so his brother, <clears throat> I used to work at Food Lion and his brother used to come and one day he begged me to talk to Terrell and I was like, look, I don't know. I, I don't know, but I never talked to him. And this is a serious part. I was in a relationship for three years and it went bad. And I was crying in the shower one day and I asked the Lord, I said, who am I going to be with? And the Lord told me somebody from my past. And so I started thinking about all my other past relationships and then I was sitting up there at um, the stoplight by parties and I said, and the Lord said, go see Terrell. And so I got with some of his family members and I said, look, do you know where Terrell is? They're like, yeah, I know where he is. And they took me over to where he was. And we have literally been together ever since. So he had been sent. Yeah. Because you prayed <laughs> to the God. Yes. And asked him. Yes. And he stirred you right to him. He did. And ever since that day, you've yeah. literally been Well, when I walked in, he said, are you still with so-and-so? I said, no. And he was sick that day. But we've been together ever since. Okay, oh. Terrell, so what's your story? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because well, we know that it's, it's two different stories out here. Yeah, it is, man. And, and the funny thing, the whole story was, you know, when we was on pretty much on the street, on the block, chilling, whatever. And my cousin was like, you know, we having a party out there in King's Landing, you know, and they want some some guys to come. 
you were like, okay, yeah, we with it. Yeah, come on, we'll go out there and whatnot. So I saw this, so I walked in the house, I saw this long hair girl sitting at the table by herself. I was like, oh, who that? And he was like, my father talked to my cousin. She was like, oh man, that's Tasha. Well, yeah. Shucks, all right, I got you. So one of my homeboys standing beside me, I'm like, hey man, I'm gonna get that. I don't care what nobody said, I'm gonna get that. They're like, man, you don't even know her. I said, man, that don't even matter. Right now, I'm, I'm gonna go in here, I'm, I'm gonna try my luck. So I sat down and I was trying to, oh, I was throwing game at her. But she she played me out and gave me the beeper. I'm like, man, you give me the beeper? What is this? Like, but I took it in the way and like, I was standing on York Street then, and mm-hmm. and not just bring up old the old stuff, but <clears throat> her friend used to go with my brother, and she used to come around there. I'm like, I'm like, man, where your friend at, man? Where you? Well, you know, she wear old boyfriend. I'm like, man, for real, for real. I ain't worried about a boyfriend, man. I'm asking about her. I ain't asking about him. I don't want to mm. see her. I was like, they say you come bring her. She was like, I can't make no promises. I said, man, look, man, if you need me to go with you to go get her, I. I'll go. Oh, you were persistent. Very. Yes. Yes. I, oh, I ain't care about that. I want. I wanted her. I'm whoever in my way. I'm gonna move them. That's. I ain't say I'm arrogant or cocky like that, but what some I want, I go after it. Ain't nothing wrong with that. So she came around there, and one of my homeboys standing on, on the porch. They were like, "Uh, who is the girl here, man?" One of my friends was like, "Who's the girl here?" So he tried to holler at us, but my brother stepping away was like, "No, no, no, man." That's bread girl. You know what I'm oh saying? Oh my God. Yeah, like that's bread girl. That's why I, I was, y'all old podcast, we all would like do homeboys date, uh, you know what I'm saying, the other girl, you know what I'm saying, date, date the friend. I'm like, whoa, whoa, no. <laughs> well, back in my time, now we don't, we don't, we don't play that. You know what I'm saying? This mm-hmm. in our circle, we don't play that because how you gonna rock it out with me, then rock it with the homeboy? Like, you gonna call attention between me and him. So, oh, okay. so when he saw that, my brother was like, no, 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 no. Leave her alone, man, because that's bread girl. So pretty much she was already stamped before she even knew she was stamped. I'm like, yes. that's, that's bread girl. No that's bread girl, man. So y'all leave her alone. Like bread in the house. So I came out. I was like, I was shocked. I'm like, yo, what are you doing over here? Well, you know, my friend brought me over here. I'm like, well, say less than you and me now. So. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> so, so it's, everything's the end. No, I'm saying she, how about Asked about the boyfriend, how they were going on and how they, where they feel, which I ain't really care about that, but I just want to carry on a conversation. Like, you know, that I'm caring, but the whole time I don't care because I don't, I want him out, out the picture. Out the picture. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So I got to, you know, I'm doing my homework. So I got to act like I care about her relationship with, with him, but really I don't. But so now let me ask you this. So what, what year was this when you guys got together, finally got together? In 2002 of yeah. December. Yes. Y'all been together. Well, a it long actually time. started in November mm. when I came and found. No, that's that's we had sex that night. <laughs> oh Jesus! Oh, that's actually when y'all. Yeah. So, see, I want to bring that up. In November is when we became official. Yeah, but she said when we got together. She didn't say I mean, we get together. Get together. I love it. Okay. I love it. See, you brought that up. See, I ain't want to bring that up. If Sylvia <laughs> watching, I apologize, but your daughter brought that up. <laughs> so, so he didn't put you on blast time. He did. <laughs> But you know the day, but the thing about it, Pine, they've been together so long that they actually can do that. They definitely can. I love because it. when mm-hmm. when it's new, every, everybody get offended, right? You know, so it it's it's. I mean, no no food, no fun. But but one of my questions is to you, Brad. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Have you ever dated outside your race prior to Tasha? No. No, I haven't. Um, so what did, you, what did you see in her that you didn't see in another white? I'm going to say instead of Caucasian, I'm going to say white. Mm -hmm. no, no offense to anyone. She was all that. She was all that I wasn't in other sense. Even though I was in the streets, but I wanted to get out the streets, but didn't know how to get out the streets. And she gave me that push that I need to get out the streets. Because on the two things I was hitting, that was the jail or in the grave. And when I was sending myself, I had a, a long time to think, but I don't know who the detective was to let her come in to talk to me. She was like, she told me my face, she like, you got to decide, me or the streets. I said, mm -hmm. if, I said if I beat the charge, I'm with you. I'm 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 gonna leave it alone. I'm, I'm coming home to you. Wow. So you were already in trouble prior to her, and so you made it a conscious decision, like, okay. Yes. Wow. That's so what what about you, Tasha? Have you dated outside your race before? Yes. Um, ever since I was young, I never really liked the white guys. Why? I wasn't attracted to him. Okay. And I've always liked dark, like even if it was a white guy, I liked him tan, like, you know? Tan. Yeah, I, I just liked, I don't know. I guess I like the swag of the black guys. Mm, tell it, <laughs> tell mean, it. Come on now, Tasha, come on. I ain't gonna call you Natasha, I'm gonna call you Tasha. Come on now, um, come on with it. I just, I just always like him. And, and I'm, gonna be, I'm gonna be also honest. I was a whole lot bigger and in school, being a big white girl, none of the white guys like you. But I know the the camera can't see, but I got thighs and a butt, and the white guys don't like thighs and a butt. So I got all the attention from black guys. So that's just where I went um, to the black, you know, I'm not gonna say side, but I just that's who I got attention from. So that's just who I I guess I chose. But I've never really liked white white guys and no offense there's nothing wrong with them it's just i was never attracted to them right so that's why i've always dated but i haven't had really of course y'all know we've been together since we were 19 he's really been my longest serious relationship that was um, my question like being that y'all got together at such a young age would y'all consider anything before that really a real relationship like the guy that you were dating that he forced you out of the relationship with. Well, <laughs> I was with that guy for three years and that type of relationship, he was cheating on me, but I loved him. I guess probably because he was my first and things like that, but I loved him. Right. So I was trying to be in a relationship, but it was always between me and another girl. So I don't know why I couldn't leave it. And that's, I understand people's relationships when right. they're in a relationship <clears throat> and they're doing them wrong. It's because you love mm -hmm. and you think that love will it's change. Supposed, and you think it's supposed to hurt. Love yeah. don't hurt. Right. Mm -hmm. And so eventually I, it was the last time I told him the last time he broke up and I said, look, there ain't going to be no more. Right. And so he did it again. I said, forget it. You know, I'm not going to keep on. But that was three years of that. Right. So, and then I found him again. <laughs> well, then you have, but well, then you got to look at it like this. Well, I will look at it like this. I was going through that for three years, right? Mm -hmm. And then going through that, it prepared me for what you have sitting to your right of you. Oh, yeah, because I wouldn't put up with a lot of his mess right. that he that's, tried that's to right. put up with. <laughs> Try to, uh, uh, and it ain't, it ain't happening. So it did prepare me. And that's what I tell, like, even 
the girls now that I'm raising, you know, yeah, you may be in a relationship. Don't let a guy do this, this, and this. And, but even if they do, I was like, well, you know what? You got to learn from it because mm -hmm. I can tell you all I want, but until you learn, there's nothing, you have to be tired That's of, right. of the, the relationship. Mm -hmm. Right. So we get a little bit off of that a little bit. How did you guys family feel like when you guys got together outside of your race? You want to go first? Yeah. Lamont, go first, please. <clears throat> well, didn't nobody really questioning it because at all of my family members and all of my friends, I was considered the grandma boy. And to my grandma, she would always say, uh, as long as whoever she is, she treats her right, she cool with it. And, and that's what I like gravitated to because I was trying to powder a female after my grandma because she was the solid foundation of the whole family. You know, so whatever she was saying, she was like, as long as she respect you, she don't call you out your name. She out with me and said, all right, grandma. So that's pretty much it with that one, you know. So nobody really in your family had no problem with, no. It, with her being white. No. And what about yours, Tasha? My family had time to prepare. <laughs> <laughs> And what I mean by that, okay, I'm from, I'm sure y'all can tell by my accent, I'm from Kentucky. Okay. And my parents grew up in Kentucky. And in Kentucky, in the back, you know, back in the day, <clears throat> you didn't date outside your race. No. You yeah. know, so um, whenever I first started dating black guys, my dad had a real big issue. You know, he didn't understand why I couldn't um, find a white guy. I even tried to date a white guy, but... I was disgusted. And, and that sounds horrible, but I, I mean, <laughs> that's how I felt. But um, so I was like, I tried it. This is just what I want. So I ended up after the person I was with for three years. And, and But he also put a bad stigma on a black guy as far as with a white girl, because right. they a lot of people think that black guys are with white girls because it's a trophy. You know, that's towards the, um, the white um, families believe that when a black guy is with a white girl, they consider her a trophy. Right. But so my dad was thinking that black guys just wanted me as a trophy. So he wanted to use you as a yes trophy to the world to paint a picture that really wasn't there. Yes. So that's how your father was looking at it. Mm -hmm. So when Terrell came along, he met my dad and... Terrell's really the first guy I really brought to my family family because I don't know. He was just different. Um, and my mom saw him and my mom told my grandparents and they're like, you know, when I look in his eyes, I can tell that he loves her and I don't care what color he is. As long as he treats my daughter right, you know, I respect him. Aww. So he went to Kentucky and met my, met my grandfather. That's who they're most worried about. But my grandfather, Loved him. I mean, he loved Terrell. So he's passed now. But at first, it was an issue, not with my mom, mm -hmm. but with my dad. Because not only was he worried about um, the trophy situation, he was worried about what his friends would say. Mm -hmm. And I ended up crying and talking to him and saying, you know, Dad, that's not fair because I should be able to love who I love mm -hmm. and not worry about what your friends say. Right. So... um 
you know, my dad now loves Terrell. My whole family loves Terrell, you know. So it 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 was hard at first. So about how long do you can how long did it take for him to did it take for him to go to Kentucky and meet your grandfather for your dad to feel like a little no my dad my you think so? Mm-mm. Oh, okay. Um no, my dad liked him before because my dad actually told my grandfather, you know, uh-huh. hey, um, my you know, Tasha's dating a black guy. We, we broke a lot to my grandfather at one time, as <laughs> but one of the things was, you know, Tasha dating a black guy. But he, my grandfather actually said, well, as long as he loves her, I'm good with it. Oh, you know, yeah. people were trying to cover it up in mm-hmm. the family, mm-hmm. but that's not how he looked at it. So um, I can't say, I mean, when, when my dad met you, I think y'all had a pretty good conversation. It was after a basketball game mm-hmm. and we went over there. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad never said anything bad about Terrell. So I think he, at that time, he just accepted the fact mm-hmm. that I was going to be with a black guy. Okay. To be honest, because we already went three years with the one guy that he couldn't stand and now have another guy. So I just think he knew. And it's like, look, I just need to accept it and keep on going. Yeah. And especially when you, when you had the attitude as to, you know, you let them know, like, you know, you don't see a color. You just, mm-hmm. you love who you love and you stood flat foot on that. And that's, that may have been one of the reasons why too, that maybe, maybe he have changed his mind or something like that, or looked at it different from how he grew up. Right. And it, and it is all about how you grow up because, yeah. you know, they grew where they grew up. That's, but my dad's not prejudiced at all. Um, mm-hmm. So I think it's just, you just didn't do it, you know, whenever you were growing up and, and a lot of people use it as a sin, you know, uh, what do they use in the Bible? Um, equally yoked, but color's not what the part they're talking about equally, equally yoked. yoked. No. You know, I, that got thrown in my face a lot was like, you need to be equally yoked. And, you know, I was like, well, I don't care, you know, but now I realize what equally yoked means. I was like, that doesn't even go with black and white, but <laughs> right. you know, people people use that. So did that make you feel really good after your family really accepted? Like, did that just take a whole lot off of you? Or before your family accepted, you really didn't care one way or another? Well, before my family accepted it, I didn't care. I was willing to leave my family. Oh, to be with them. To yeah, well, it was with the other guy, but I would have left my family to mm-hmm. be with who I love. You know. This just sounds, I know it just sounds so bad, but I don't live with you on a daily basis. I live with Terrell. So whatever goes along with us is between us and you, you can't love me like he loves me. Right. It's totally different. Yeah. So if I have to leave, you know, my family and not be with them, then, you know, this is who I love. And either you accept it or you don't, because it's me. So he's me and- Either you accept it or you don't. And did you think your family knew that? That's probably yes. that made them feel like, well, we're going to either accept it or we're not going to have Tasha around. I'm sure. And they love you enough to accept that. Yes. Because, like I was saying, Terrell was not the issue at first. They had already went through this with my previous boyfriend because they would tell me, you know, not to be with him. And I was like, look, I'm going to be with him regardless. But I think when they saw Terrell at a different atmosphere when I mean my atmosphere he came in differently mm-hmm. you know the love because as you got to think about it, we were 14 and he wanted me then so when he's 19 and he has me I think he's he was matured a little bit more. yeah yeah 
Okay, being that you guys have been together for so long, how many kids um, do you have between your union? Wow. Wow, hold on. Hold on. on. Yeah. No, because, <laughs> no, because I would count my sister kids too. You okay. Know, okay. You know, she passed and you know, we got her her kids. And oh, but wow. between me and her, we got three. Yeah, we have okay. three. So you have three yeah. together and then you have how many total with your niece and nephews? Let me count. There's eight, baby. No, two of them locked up, so I can't okay. do that. Okay. <laughs> okay. Then yeah, but totally, she have eight. She have eight, but eight. Okay. we have we have five. In the household. Mm-hmm. Right so now. So it's five, including mm-hmm. your three. Mm-hmm. Yes. See, what happened was um, his sister passed away in 2013. Mm-hmm. And um, the, to hear that. the dad's or the children's father were not in our lives. So we ended up taking, well, before she passed away, her name was Tasha too. Before she passed away, she asked me, you know, Tasha, because we were real close. Mm-hmm. She said, Tasha, will you and Brad take my kids if something happens to me? Because see, she had breast cancer. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Tasha, there's nothing going to happen to you. You know, you're going to be good. Um, so it was literally a week after she asked me, she passed away. And I was, um, so it, it, people people say that we did such a good uh, deed or whatever it is. But to me, it was not a choice. It was something that we had to do. See, I've been with all the kids pretty much what well, almost all their lives. Right. So Aunt Tasha and Uncle Brad were their favorites. So... Not to talk about dude and issue like that, but... I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My brother and his, his wife, we not throwing shots now. But um, when... She passed, we took them on. And Terrell and I had tried over mm-hmm. and over and over to have kids. Mm-hmm. But I was overweight um, and I had a gastric bypass. And I, there was a lot of reasons why I had a gastric bypass, but a lot was for the kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and so after I had that gastric bypass, I got pregnant right away a year. I had to wait a year. So after a year, um, I got pregnant with LJ. And that was in 2016. And all the way to 2019, we've had two more. Two boys and a girl. Okay, so you got two boys and a girl. Yes. And what's their ages now? Five, four, and two. Five, four, and two. And how old are the other children? Thirteen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thirteen, fifteen, sixteen, eighteen, twenty-one. Mm-hmm. So there's their steps. Yes. Oh. Okay. So. Y'all children are the little ones. Yes. yes. So they, that's that's good. Yes. Right. Yeah. So y'all got so, a little break. <laughs> so y'all house not as busy, but it's busy. It was wide open. Yeah, it's always it's wide, wide open. open. Oh yes. Um, because now you have the the kids' friends coming over. You know, thirteen all the way up to well, really the eighteen. Well, she stays by herself mm-hmm. to herself, but. Got cousins and everybody. Our house is always busy. It is. Yes. Kids so, always want to come stay the night. Got fun house. I don't know if it's too much fun. Yeah, it is. It is. Yes, it is. You got the games and the yes. Barbies and the cars and the... And they catch me sleep. Oh, and they catch you sleep. They catch me sleep, yeah. Everything goes there. Mm. They catch me sleep. Oh. Okay. So now let me ask you this. Being that you guys have children, um, has the relationship changed like far as when you're out in public? Do people, you know... I know we're in a different era now mm-hmm. than what it used to be, but do people look at you guys differently or do you feel different from when you 
When you didn't have children. We didn't have children. So now that you have kids. We know, consider that, ask that question. My mindset, I really pay that no man because my whole focus is on me and mine. And mm-hmm. whatever you got to say, that's 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 on you, you know, because that's how the way you feel. And and let, like now, like like in today's society, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Things are changing. And right. we're not living in the sixties and the fifties no more where, you know, where if if a black man get caught with a white woman, they cut his head off and all that. We we not there no more. And and how the way you feel about me with a white girl, I mean, that's that's you and how the way you feel, but that's not gonna change how the way I feel about my wife. Because on on my job, you know what I'm saying? Uh, not me fun when I say this, but a black woman came to me and said, like, how can you uh go out your racing and with all these young black women out here? I said, first and foremost, you know what I'm saying? I respect what you said that and I'm kinda glad that you, that you told me that, but you gotta fairly realize my grandma was a black woman. My mother was a black woman. My sister's a black woman, so I always gonna hold the black woman at a higher standard because that's who I came from. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I love my black sister, but at the end of the day, my heart choose a white woman. That's right. And so at the end of the day, my love fell in love. I fell in love with a white woman, not disrespect their black female, but at the end of the day, my heart fell in love with a white woman. And that's why I had to tell her, I said, you know what I'm saying? Not disrespecting their black woman. At the end of the day, that's who I felt I fell in love with. Like she, right? Because just like she don't have no desire at all for white men. <laughs> <laughs> Your heart, you heartfelt for a white woman, and mm-hmm. sometimes you can't, you you can't, you don't choose who you fall in love with. Mm-hmm. So regardless of what her color was, you fell in love with her, and mm-hmm. you really had no control over that. You do know that, right? And she ain't had no control over Clipwell. You won't have no control over. <laughs> he won't gonna let you. But so as far as like the kids are concerned, do they ever being that they see that they go to school, right? Some mm-hmm. your kids um, are in school, right? Are they in public school? Two of them? They're, say- they're, the four year olds get ready to start. The uh, five year old was in the four year old program last year. Last year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he's okay, going to so, start kindergarten. OK, good. So they probably haven't gotten to the picky stuff yet. Mm-hmm. Like, um, you know, has some. You know, mixed, you're not black or you're not yeah, white. You call them mutts and stuff mm-hmm. like that. I, no, and I don't know what I'm gonna do if that happens. When it happens, yeah. yeah. So, do you, are you preparing yourself for that? Do you feel like that might occur one day? <laughs> I don't know. I haven't really thought about it because I just don't see color. Like when I look at people, I you just don't, don't see color. Mm-hmm. And that's really going to upset me when it comes time for it. Because I'm sure kids will come because they'll say, you know, you're not really black Mm -hmm. or you're not really white. And I I teach my kids now, I'm like, you know, you're white and black. Because I'll ask them, I'm like, well, what color are you? Mm -hmm. You know, even though they're real pretty tan and um, LG will say I'm white and black. And I'm like, okay. You know, I want to teach them both cultures. Correct. you know, we go camp and that's a white thing is a camping thing. But when they get old enough to learn about the black cultures, I'm definitely going to teach them because it's so important. You know, that's where you came from. That's half, half, half of you. So I really want to teach them. Um, but going back into society, looking at my children, 
when Terrell and I first got together with him being with me the first time us going out to eat and things like that, people would stare. Mm -hmm. But I got to the point where I ignore people because, you know, you can feel however you want to feel. And if I let it bother me, it'll, you know, it'll It'll, ruin the whole mood. And it'll mess with your relationship. Mm -hmm. It starts to come into the relationship. Mm -hmm. Yes. So I think when we got together, we had to like, he had to just, He'll say, uh, what do you what did you say? We got, we got fans. We got fans, you know. <laughs> and that was just our cue that somebody was watching us. He'd be right. like, we got fans. Mm-hmm. Um, and when it comes to my kids, everybody sees me out with the kids mm-hmm. and they'll say, Oh, they're just beautiful, you know, and that got me thinking because when they do get to school, kids are mean, you know, what mm-hmm. are they going to do? to them and say, you're not black or you're not white. I don't know what I'm going to do. Like Maybe we need to come back in a couple of years and we can talk about that. Eli's going to fight. That's, that's right. Eli's going to fight. Eli's going to fight. And I think, and you so know. are y'all going to punish them for fighting if nope. they're fighting for that? No. Nope. You're not? Mm-mm. Nope. Because you got to stick up for yourself. Right I'm not going <laughs> <No. laughs> to <I'm not> personally <laughs> let them do that. But I'm always like I even I tell my sister kids, you know what I'm saying? Don't go out on the start nothing, but defend yourself. Correct. Defend yourself. You got the right to do that. Defend yourself. Right. But if they're picking and Eli fight, then you still not gonna punish Eli because the they was just talking with their mouth and then Eli hit them because you know Eli gonna get suspended. <laughs> well, yeah, Eli's gonna get suspended. <laughs> well, the first time I'm, I'm gonna talk to him, man, because he don't know the right from wrong yet for people right. picking on him, but once it get older, then all right, hold on now. You you got to learn to yeah. suck it up. Okay. Um, yeah. So I guess it would be whenever he got to a certain age. age. But even if he went to school now and someone picks on him and talks about it, you know, the first time I'm not, we just talk to him and say, hey, you know, look, people are going to do this. You can't mm-hmm. keep on hitting someone, right. you know, just ignore them or Something like that, but and it's hard for a child. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. hard for a child to ignore something like that because it's like they picked on me, and you know the you know it's hard. So or they'll be like, "That's why your mama's white," or something. Like that. I don't know how. Right, that's, and that's why I said they're gonna yeah. see you. You know, we got PTA. We got different yes. meanings mm-hmm. that they're gonna see you and might not see bread, right. or mm-hmm. they might see bread and not see you. Mm-hmm. And kids look and they take stuff and run with it, and you know do certain things. So. That's why that question was. But I think, I you know, it. to piggyback off of what Pint said, um, to go a little in with it, um, I think the first lesson that they are taught when they actually see how you guys move. Mm-hmm. So true, they know how confident you guys are because, you know, kids are very smart. They understand that my mom looks a little different than my dad. So and they see how confident you are in your relationship. So. I don't think it'll be as hard, but that conversation does have to be had because you're preparing them for the world, mm-hmm. even right. though, you know, you want to shelter them and you know how kids can be and adults, you know, can be crucial too. but you have to have that conversation with them. And I, you know, and I personally think that it may not be age. It may be the child, the maturity of the child, because mm-hmm. you may have like you have three your your three year old maybe may be more mature than your and be able to understand than your five year old, you know. So mm-hmm. you, you guys definitely have something ahead of you. I don't foresee you guys not being able to to tackle it though. No, we can tackle anything, right, baby? 
And bread look like he ready. <laughs> We've been through worse. We've been through worse. We've been through worse. But yeah. So since y'all been together, um, is it some things that you like that our black culture do better than better than the white family? Party. You like? <laughs> <laughs> oh, hold on. I'm asking her. This. I'm sorry. So you. I'm <laughs> I think it's amazing um, when you have cookouts, you know, there's all this meat. And even because <laughs> I, I talk to my friends and they're like, well, I'm cooking this, this and this. I'm like, what? That's too many meats, you know, because at a black cookout, you just have hamburgers, hot dogs, uh -huh. no chicken and all that stuff. So. And, e yeah. and even whenever you cook, like we cook spaghetti, you don't have fried chicken with spaghetti because that's two meats because you got your hamburger meat and your, your chicken. What? So, <laughs> you know this. I noticed, yeah. So um, <laughs> that, you know, I think food wise, you know, it, it's a whole lot better. Um, and, and then also, um, I like the black churches better than the white churches. You do. And mm -hmm. that, I was going to ask you that too. Like, do you like like, yeah, because y'all belong to Rising St. James. Correct. Mm -hmm. And that is, what's the, what's y'all? It, what's, it's, no, not, like, what's y'all religion? Pentecostal. Mm -hmm. um, it's based like off the Pentecostal faith. Okay. And see, in Kentucky, where uh, I'm from, mm -hmm. the black churches is like what the churches are there. So I was always looking for that. So when I met him, I actually went over to Mount Joy mm -hmm. and that's where we got married and everything. But I went there where it was Bishop. Wiggins. Wiggins at the time, and mm -hmm. I fell in love, and because that's what I was looking for. Mm -hmm. So the churches and like the cookouts and stuff, we still try to get on the time frame because you know white people have their cookouts at one o'clock and black yes. people have their cookouts six. at six. Too hot. And I'm like, it's too hot. I'm like, look, by the time you get everything out, it's time to put it up because it's oh, so. it's getting dark. Yeah. Yeah. So when we have birthday parties for the kids and stuff, we kind of fuss about the time frames. Because so you, you know, try to do it. I want to go ahead and get it over with, right. and he wants to wait till the sun goes down. So, because they say black people throw heat, do you believe that? Now that you wish, I don't know. When he sleeps, he throws off heat. I don't even sleep <laughs> next. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so now, Brad, you answer. What's your, so hers is cookouts and churches. What's yours as far as the white family? What do you like better about them than the black family? When they get drunk, oh my god! <laughs> I'm saying it's just a whole nother different atmosphere. Man, you know, going to social with the you know with the black culture, man. You know, you got to worry about somebody looking at you wrong, and you be with this person here, and then you you got to watch him while you watch him, he watching you. So now that ten will be a fight or a shooting at the end of that. But at a white person party, now we got time for all that. They ready to get drunk and dance. They ready to party like rock stars. Man, I mean, they're dying, laughing. I'm like, oh my god, because her, her father, when he when when he get drunk, I promise you, man, none of his bottom part move, but this up part that's moving. I'm like, man, what is wrong with your daddy? <laughs> I mean, they're dying, laughing, man, because they have fun. Right. You know, so they don't have time for the drama and fuss and all that. They want to have fun, and that's what it's all about, man. That's having fun. Life's too short to be bickering. I'm mad at you. I'm arguing with you. And man, that's fun. And that's what they do, man. And that's why I like, I just sit back and laugh. And I'm like, man, they are having fun. Yeah. 
So have, do y'all agree on all like y'all cook? So you do you cook too? Bro? Yes. And you cook. So do you agree on how she cooked things the whole time y'all been together, or do you feel like she they was taught the season or their food? <laughs> How did that go? No, well, Ashley, man, you know, she she cooked Southern. Oh, she cooked Yeah, Southern. her mom cooked Southern. And that was like, I'm like, whoa. You know what I'm saying? Because I love her mom's rib. Oh, my God. I said, I don't care what it is. She can cook ribs all year long. I'm right there <laughs> in your ribs. It was to the point, man, I almost bit my finger because I thought it oh was a rib. God. But also with cooking, um, like cabbage. <laughs> <laughs> cabbage, you know, we don't put sugar in everything. So I had to learn how to cook the way he eats. Okay. Um, so I talked to his mom a lot and I was like, well, how do you make homemade macaroni and cheese? Because we didn't make that stuff. You know, growing up, my mom, we had to box macaroni and cheese. Right, the right. Yeah. So we had to box macaroni and cheese. <laughs> cabbage, we don't put sugar in. Well, I eat sugar in mine because I never really like cabbage. Spaghetti, like red sauces and stuff. Mm-hmm. You... Don't put sugar in it in the white culture, but black. well, in spaghetti, y'all don't put sugar. Oh, in. I do now, and it tastes a whole lot better. better. Yeah, right. so I had to learn. Oh, excuse me, I had to learn how to cook like he likes to eat, like he likes to eat, right? Because if I don't feed him, somebody else will, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that ain't happening. And you're smart. To a man's you're smart. Life. That's right. Yes. And you didn't kept him this long, so that's you right. know, you know a way that he is. That ain't mm. that's the shadow doubt. <laughs> So y'all got the cooking down pat. You got the cooking down pat. Mm-hmm. That's good. Okay. So how? Why do y'all? Why do y'all feel like um other, like interracial couples fail? You Tasha, go speak to that. Mm. Um, some of it can be how you're raised, but if you can't conform to each other's culture. Mm -hmm. Like if I went to a cookout for him and I never wanted to have fun, get up and dance or anything like that, then you can, you you have to be able to go both ways, you know, and enjoy each other's cultures. Um, Because if you don't, then you can't, yeah, there's tension, um, but also probably people. Um, because if you keep hearing what people say and don't care what you say, like, like if parents or somebody was like, you shouldn't be with him. He's black. He's, she's white, you know, or, or vice versa, a black girl with a white guy. If you can't ignore people, then to be in an interracial, um, couple, you can't be together. Just like the, the black girl that came to her came to him at work. If he wasn't strong, right. it could have right. affected us, yep. you know? So, and I've had, um, you have looks from mm-hmm. the different races, like when you're walking, like, you know, I'm sure people are, well, why is he with her, you know, looking, but I have to ignore it because if I don't ignore it and that will affect us, you know, I know he's with me, um, And I'm with him. So that's just, you just have to ignore people. So a lot of it is what people say. And I feel like if you can't conform to each other's or be open to each other's cultures, it'll fail. What about you, Brad? How do you, what do you feel about? It's all boiled down to trust. You know, let's see if instance when 
I'm at, like I'm saying, I'm at work and the black girl came to me. You know what I'm saying? And like I say, like I always hold the sister to a higher standard because of my parents and my grandparents. So I'm always got love for my sisters. But I say in the day, trust, man. Like I always tell her, man, my past is my past. You know, and we all got past. So that's right. If you hear about my past, that's it. It's my past. And you know what I'm saying? And I don't look back. I'm thinking, thinking about right now. So if but both now too, it's all about trust and communication. You know what I'm saying? Tell me how you feel. Because I can't read your mind. You know what I'm saying? You can't read mine. So like I think like two months ago, we had, we went out and we sat down and we share our differences, how the way she felt about me, how the way I feel about her. And she let me I ain't going detail now, but yeah. but she let me know how the way she was feeling. And mm-hmm. I didn't know. So the things I was feeling that seemed no so open. It's gotta be open. But I think that's with any relationship you have to communicate. That's right. And you have to be willing to communicate. And whether if the person tells you how they feel and it hurts your feelings, you still have to like suck it up because that was a deep conversation we actually had. And some of the things he said hurt my feelings, but I'm like, okay, well, this is how he feels. So I have to figure out where I'm going wrong because he feels this way. You know, we've been together for a long time. So in our day-to-day life, sometimes we can change up things and a person doesn't like it, but he won't say nothing to you to cause like an argument, but it's really bothering him. And, and the same with us. So we communicated and I think, I don't know, it was just a great weekend because we were able to get a lot of stuff off our chest. And so it was basically a, a much needed weekend. Yes. 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 Much needed weekend. Everybody got a chance to express how they feel. Yes. And a lot. And to piggyback off what you just said, Tasha, even though he may have said some things to hurt your feel, feelings, those things still need to be said. Yeah. And a lot of times, you know, we, we feel the way that we feel. But in the long run, it may it may. Well, as we're seeing now, two months later, that it is helping your relationship. Yes. Because you you're seeing things from his point of view. Yes. But I have a question um, and I don't want you guys to. Feel any type of way, but mm-hmm. you know, he on wait again minute. We are unapologetic and unfiltered. Mm-hmm. And I know when you know when we all get in the heat of the moment, we're like, in this, be that. Have you uh, have you guys ever crossed that boundary where you know you called each other outside of your name? No, I haven't. I, I haven't. So you never call her a honky, or she's never. No, her- <laughs> <laughs> but, but I'm glad you said that though because. Uh, I always joke with her grandma about that. I, I said, I'll tell grandma, you know, I said, oh, her name her name Judy. I said, Miss Judy. I said, oh, don't you know your granddaughter called me a cookie? She was like, oh, no, she didn't. So yeah, man, she called me a cookie, but we be joking. Mm-hmm. But you know what I'm saying? So far as her calling me out my name, far as I, I haven't heard her say it, but I'm quite sure she said something up on her breath. When, no, no, no. Because I feel like the N word is disrespectful. And the B word is disrespectful. I don't okay. feel like he should ever call me a B. That's mm-hmm. just disrespectful. And I tell everybody, like all my girls, don't ever let any boy call you out of your name. And he has never called me out of my name. Like when we argue, he just, I'm not going to say, people don't know we argue because we don't let the public. public. Right. Like, like if we were out, like even the kids, like even if we argue, and it gets so heated, one of us will just clam up, but we'll talk about it in the room. 
because I, I just feel like in a relationship, it's not everybody's business that you have an argument. Mm-hmm. And and the kids tell us all the time we argue over dumb stuff. But <laughs> um, at the time, it ain't dumb to us. But <laughs> if you the communication, I forget where I was going with this. What was the question about? You know, about the N word. About the N word. Oh, the N word. Like I never use that word because I just feel like it's so disrespectful because the n-word it really means an ignorant person it doesn't mean mm-hmm. a black person because i had a when i was small i had to pull that out one time in kentucky over the summer to my uncle but you know it's just it's just so disrespectful and, and calling a woman a b now if it's two girls talking that's something different that's something right. but when a guy calls a girl that that's just so disrespectful. And right. isn't that's not a healthy relationship. If you, you're constantly cussing each other, calling each other this, this, and this, it's really not that healthy. <laughs> I, I'm going to be honest. You know, some guys like girls toxic. Well, not me. Sure do. <laughs> sure do. So y'all wouldn't consider y'all having, y'all have toxic moments, right? But you don't have, you don't have a toxic marriage. I can see. Boy. <laughs> I, yeah, because you didn't Anime? say you made her eat the cake. Anime. <laughs> And I keep, I keep telling him it's not Ike and Tina, it's Tina and Ike. So, you oh. want the shoe? Okay. Oh, okay. You yeah. want the shoe? Uh huh. <laughs> I get the shoe now. All right. But no, he's never put his hands on no. me because I've always told him, you know, we've been together for a long time. You put your hands on me, it's going to be the last time you put your hands on me because, you know, I can't fight him. Right. You, no woman can, you can really fight him, but okay. you can't you can't beat him. Yeah. That's right. I can't I can't fight him, but right. I'm never gonna beat him. Right. And so I've always said never put your hands on me because it'll be the last time. Because and I remember one time when we were young, I was so mad at him because he had did something that was very wrong, <laughs> not cheating or anything, but I don't want to bring but I had to sit on my hands because I thought I was gonna hit him. Because I feel like, too, a woman, if you are woman enough to hit a man, mm-hmm. you should be woman enough to take what a man's going to give you back. Okay. So that, that's just how mm-hmm. I feel. Um, but Well, I should have learned how to sit on my hands. Right. That's definitely there. a white woman thing. We would <laughs> fall off and we all. Oh, I don't know how to sit on my hands. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm glad you taught me that. <laughs> yeah, I, I had to sit on my hands because I, I just don't. Um, I don't believe in hitting in a relationship. That's right. That's right. Because you shouldn't want to hurt them. You shouldn't want to hit them and hurt them. Or because just like you said, if you take a hit, you should want to receive some man receiving one. Yeah, that's how I feel. <laughs> I know somebody don't. They don't believe that. It's that's a lot cool. of people out here that, that's like that, that. That don't believe that. So with all the things that's going on in the world, as far as like Black Lives Matters and stuff like that, how, how do you feel about that? Being that you have you, you, you're married to a black guy. and I do believe, I feel, um, to be real honest, I feel like I'm in the middle. Mm-hmm. And it's what happens is very wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I hate it because everybody looks at white people as being uh, bad. And, and that's not how I am, you know. Um, so when black lives matter, you know, black lives do matter. I have a black husband. I have black children. You know, they, they do matter. I I get terrified 
you know, people talking about my, mean, my nephews that I'm raising, you know, I, I'm talking to them, you know, look, don't run from the police. You know, it, if they, if they pick you up wrong, you know, let us handle it through the, through the system, you know, don't fight because I don't want them killed. That's right. So it does matter. And, but with me being white, when the racism happens, we never really talk about it mm-hmm. in, in the house. And, and I don't know why, I guess, because I think he knows, you know, that I'm not racist, but mm-hmm. it does bother me that things happen to the, the black culture, um, you know, with the killings and stuff that's unnecessary, mm-hmm. you know, with, especially with the cops and stuff. So a lot of stuff that has happened has been very wrong. And I want justice just like y'all do, because that's a human. It's right. not color. It's a human. Right. So that's, that's how I feel with like the Black Lives Matter and 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 when situations happen like that. Okay. Britt, how do you how do you feel about it? Being that you are um <clears throat> excuse me, you are a, mm-hmm. a black male and you know, say for instance, well, not for instance, say mm-hmm. you know, you read the paper and you see of a not even a cop, just a a white man taking a black man's life and then you're you're heated and you're frustrated. But yet you're laying beside a, a woman of another race. How does that, in your mind, if you could, tell me how would you think if you're laying there and you mm-hmm. read the paper and something that just happened and, you, and you're frustrated, you're heated, but yet you're laying beside someone of the same color who took somebody else's life? You know, anger is going to always be there and the frustration is going to always be there for the simple fact because it's a black man in in and how traumatizing that is to see that because I had a conversation with a white guy said you will never understand the feeling when you see your nephew or see one of your kids going out the door not knowing that you're gonna if they're gonna make it back home the same day I like you will never get get understand the feeling when you walk past a car and a white woman or a black whoever it is lock their door I said you will never get that feeling so the understanding the Black Lives Matter movement, you won't understand it because you you don't have that same same feeling or you don't go through that same feeling because you don't get looked at like you dirty. You don't get looked at like you gonna rob them. I, like, I tell, tell people every day, man, I work I work for masks. You know what I'm saying? I don't have to rob, rob, rob nobody. I don't have to steal for nobody because I get up every morning and go to work and handle my business. I take care of my kids and I take care of my main duties. So to see... That type of thing goes on. Yes, it bothers me. But I don't let that come to my household because I know where she stands at. That's how long we've been together. So when she thinks, I already know what she's thinking. And she know what I'm thinking. But she, do we ever talk about it? No, because she know at the time I, I see it, I'm angry. So she give me a, enough time to calm down and to get over it because it's senseless. Because to see... Uh, a young black man get gunned down like that. Even though I heard the people say you need to listen to, listen to the law and obey the law and all that, but at the same time, when when anger is in, involved, you need somebody there that's level-headed right. to smooth out the, the whole thing. But he's he's mad because he's not listening to him, and I'm mad because you're not listening to me. Ain't nothing but one big one big conflict. So to be lamb side my wife, I don't let that come in, in interfere with my um, relationship. We usually have conversations like if something's on the news, maybe a couple of days after, mm-hmm. 
I guess so that we all could process what just happened. Right. Um, I don't. I don't know if we really talk to the kids about it because they don't. The kids nowadays just don't care. They don't care what goes on. I'm gonna be honest. Maybe you. stuck in YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> so TikTok. to talk about what's going on, like even like when Martin Luther King Day comes or anything, I'm like, y'all know what today is, and they're like, no, what is? It? I'm like, well. This, you know, this part of part of your your heritage and stuff like that. So they kids just kids just don't care. So I don't think we ever discuss it really with the kids too much. But Black Lives Matter went on a lot in our house. You know, everybody got shirts and stuff. So I think they were a little bit in it. Um, mm-hmm. You know, when the when it was going on, you know, because it's died down a lot now. Yeah. Um. Because we're in. I'm definitely the only white person in the house so (laughs) um i just i try to keep the black culture alive in the house Mm -hmm. because that's that's who i'm raising so the music and stuff like that is is oh yeah i don't like country it's definitely (laughs) so yeah okay yeah so do you ever feel like have you ever felt comfortable in like any other churches that they look at you funny or have you ever had a situation in any black churches that you you've been to and felt like like no I don't want to go back there because they looking at me like I don't belong in the church um I don't really I don't even know I definitely get looked at Mm -hmm. that's for sure but if I'm with him I'm good if I was to go by myself I would feel probably awkward right um if I wasn't with somebody you know visiting I can go to my church now, but it's because everybody knows me. Right. The thing is to get to know me, mm-hmm. you'll know that I'm I'm down to earth. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not stuck up, right. but I get a little nervous. I'm not the type of person to go out and just talk to you, right. you know, just, hey, mm-hmm. how you do? I'll speak, but right. it's not like I'm just going to carry on a conversation because I'm a shy person. Right. I can't uh, tell tonight. I know. I'm, I'm not as job. nervous anymore. No, you, yeah, you done loosened up a lot since you <laughs> came in the door because you was red like you were so nervous (laughs) but i'll tell you what bothers me is um when it's black history month Mm -hmm. and i'll tell you why it bothers me is because like i sing sometimes in the choir Mm -hmm. and especially the previous churches i've been at when it's black history they want to dress up like in the african attire Mm -hmm. well i'm not african Mm -hmm. so i feel like anybody i don't want I always sit down those weeks. So you don't want to feel like you're trying to play a role. I'm trying to play a role that I'm not. You're trying to mock. Yes. So I will, I will not dress in the African attire because that's not my culture. Right. Right. You know, and I support y'all's culture. Mm -hmm. All, you know, everything. Some of them outfits are nice, but Mm -hmm. I just can't wear them. Right. And, and some people don't understand that. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, but that's just not me. So when it comes to black history, yes, I feel sometimes awkward and then like when you're up sometimes like with the kids are giving speeches of like what happened yeah. and things like that yeah. I feel awkward because I'm I feel like everybody's looking at me right. because I'm white you know was it your grandfather who had you know so <laughs> I feel awkward those moments I feel awkward okay. but on a regular basis I don't feel awkward okay Tasha let me yeah. ask you a question being yes. that you are a white woman have you ever um been in the presence of the say say if you have you and your husband were out to eat and you felt inadequate because a a group of African American females come up and they're trying to hit on your husband. Have you ever felt like you wasn't enough for him? 
Um, not laughing, Brad. <laughs> I mean, he just be coming out with the laughs. I think because he knows I can go from zero to a hundred. Like, <laughs> don't disrespect me. You know, okay. that's that's my husband, and I'm with him, and and that that's my thing. Don't disrespect me in that situation. But I will tell you, I have been insecure a whole lot because you have black women can be very beautiful, you know, and then you have the hips and the butts and like, why did you choose me when oh, you no. could have had that? You look her every day. I'm trying to tell well, you, man. I've been talking about you that's a little I've not been <laughs> But that's sometimes, I guess I can feel intimidated whenever we're out and I see him, everybody looks, but I see him look at a girl and mm-hmm. I'm like, well, what does she have that I don't have? Right. You know, to be to be real honest. Um, I remember that time we were at that club and I got <laughs> on to you. <laughs> so I, I do get insecure a lot when it comes to black women versus mm-hmm. white women. If a white woman walked in, I don't worry as much as I do as a black woman. Mm. Well, because well, some, hold on now. Because some white women have a lot better shapes than they're more fit. They look, they, their stomach. But that's not, flat. but that's not nice what he, but that's too. not him. He likes hips and butt. Mm. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. That, that's so, not in him. His, but in his defense, though, Tasha, even though he, he's a man that likes hips and butts. Doesn't mean that he like every woman with hips and butts. You're right. And just because he's looking, I mean, he does have two eyes. So you yes. allow him, you know, okay, if he's looking, then he'd be like, okay, well, okay, yeah, she is cute. Okay, uh-huh, but come on. Unless, unless, <laughs> unless move on. You know, you just redirect them. And I feel you when you're saying sometimes you feel um you you feel intimidated, intimidated or have that lack of self-confidence. I think we all, you know, have that. Yeah. So I don't I don't really think that's a because you're white. You know, um, I, I don't know, but I have enjoyed you guys thus far. Like we're we're, we're like two minutes in before we about to end. Oh wow, this went quickly. And just to sit here and you know, just like Pike just said, how you were beat red when you came, when you mm-hmm. came in earlier, but you were so nervous. But I think you guys did a good job. Yes. And well, thank you. You both of you guys were very transparent, and it'll show our viewers and listeners that you know it doesn't. Like um, Brett said, times have changed. Mm-hmm. You know, if you love somebody, you love them for who they are. And obviously, he looked past your color, and he just saw whether it was physical or not. He saw what he wanted, was. right? That and he, was. you know, and he went after it, and he was persistent. But um, like, so what you think you 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 learned from it tonight? Sit on her hands. What? That's how I say. First of all. I'm just going to learn how to sit on my hands. But as far as like um, interracial, I learned that um, basically, you know, it's really not the color of y'all skin that y'all looking at. It's more so the fact that we're all human. Mm -hmm. Y'all don't see color. Y'all just see family and, you know, the world ahead of y'all. So that's what I, I learned from it. And I think y'all look good together. Thank you. I really do. And that's all I've seen. Since I've seen Lamont, since school. I think I went to school. Yes. We went to school together. So that's all I've ever seen was y'all. I never seen him with nobody else. So 
So when I see y'all now, I don't I don't see color either. So mm-hmm. when I realized that y'all was coming on, I'm like, I thought it was gonna be a somebody different, like you know, <laughs> a really a, a white and a black couple. I really don't look at y'all like a white and a black couple. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I don't know. Maybe that's just me, like I say it, but I don't I don't see y'all like that. And then also my brother, he's married to a white woman too. Mm. So and they we don't, our family don't judge, you know, mm-hmm. her or we've never not accepted him deciding to, and he's been in a situation where you've been in, or Dan said, why you don't want, or, you know, a black woman, that's, that's not what I want. It's something that I've seen in her. I've been mm-hmm. in love with her, and that's who I decided to marry and have my kids and stuff with, so. And then, like like Pint said, that you guys do compliment each other very well. You do. So Thank that, you. you know. I try to. Y'all, y'all look good, and <laughs> Um, like I said, we we have enjoyed you guys. We really have. Thanks for having us. We, we want you guys to come back Whenever. after you guys have had that conversation years later with, with the, kids. the kids. Just mm-hmm. as you know, update to see you know how that actually went because um, I, I'm I'm sure it's going to be interesting, very yeah. interesting. Yes, yes. Well, we're going to wrap it on up. Like I said, we enjoyed you guys. Um, anytime you guys want to stop by, and we are yeah. what two days down. For the two day, oh y'all turn up. Flat time, pint. Is that what we Two days now, one day in the wake up, right? That's what it is. Mm, one day, one day in the wake up. up. We just hope that everybody have their correct attire again. Formal attire. It's a little too late for it now. Yeah, so, we ain't got it now, baby. I don't ain't know got it Yeah, I don't know what. But we gonna get on out of here. But you can catch us Thursdays, seven o'clock p.m. on YouTube. All right. Huh? Apple Podcast. No, YouTube, Facebook. You can catch us on Apple, Google, Spotify, um, iHeartRadio, Pandora, all the MP3 outlets. You can catch Wait Again Minute as far as MP3. Um, I mean, we'll see you guys on Saturday. Saturday. Y'all turn up, man. Good night. Good night.